As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. Tim McMaster here along with Connor Hughes. The Jets have traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers in exchange for a sixth-round pick in the 2021 draft and second- and fourth-round picks in the 2022 draft. Connor, they now have 21 picks over the next two drafts with the number two pick later this month. Likely, they will select Zach Wilson out of BYU to be the team's next franchise quarterback just three years after they drafted Sam Darnold with the number three overall pick. As for Darnold, his era in New York comes to an end, an era that started with such hope. What will you remember? It's surprising, man, because like if you would have told me, I tweeted this, but if you would have told me in, in 2018, 2019, that in two of the next three off seasons, I would have been writing farewell columns to, to Sam Darnold and, and to uh, Jamal Adams. I would have told you you're out of your mind, you know, and, and to think that these two guys, these two guys that were considered cornerstones, especially Sam, you know, the the franchise quarterback, the savior, you know, the guy that fell to New York, they got Sam Darnold. Holy cow, Sam Darnold is a Jet quarterback, is now gone. Uh, it, not even four years later, is uh, it's it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's the 1,075 days. To, to the day that the Jets announced Sam Darnold was their quarterback and, and he's gone. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, it certainly is. The statement from Joe Douglas today, I want to publicly acknowledge the commitment, dedication, and professionalism Sam displayed while with the Jets. He went on to say he's a tough-minded, talented football player whose NFL story has not yet been written. While all these things are true, this move is in short and long-term best interests of both this team and him. That's probably true. We thank Sam for all of his work on behalf of the organization and wish him well as he continues his career. So that's the send-off for Sam. The return, a 2021 sixth-round pick. That's this draft. And then next year, second rounder and a fourth rounder from a Carolina team that I would imagine next year not going to be an amazing turnaround for that team. So those probably pretty good picks, that second rounder probably in the first half of the second round. Connor, this is, I mean, considering the everything had kind of dried up, it felt like, this is a pretty good haul for Donald. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that, I was actually talking to somebody over there about it. I was like, I'm kind of surprised you got what you did for him because – you know, there was always like that outside potential that if the Jets were able to create a bidding war for Sam, maybe they could get like a late one or maybe they could sneak up into the first round. But 
that would have taken the perfect storm. You know, that would have taken having the 49ers wanting it, the, the Panthers wanting them, the, the Washington football team wanting them, like, like a bunch of teams getting involved. And then you can create a, a bidding war and you end up getting more value than it's worth. But what ended up happening here was was the market for Sam dried up very quick. I mean, Tim, we talked like when this offseason began and, and we were kind of thinking about the possibility of a Sam Darnold trade. And, and we were like, all right, well, what teams could want him? And you kind of had the Indianapolis Colts were in there. Washington was in there. Chicago was in there. Um, the San Francisco 49ers were potentially in there. I mean, there were there were a good probably six, seven, eight teams that you could easily say that team might want Sam or that team might want Sam or that team might want Sam. But over the last few weeks, last couple of months or so, those teams, that well has dried up. You know, the, the Colts, one of the teams that, that we expected to make a run at Sam Darnold, went and traded for Carson Wentz instead. The Detroit Lions traded away Matt Stafford, and then they got back Jared Goff. The Rams, who maybe could you know, send Sam back to L.A., they get Matt Stafford. You know, the, the Chicago Bears signed Andy Dalton. Washington signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, these the, the 49ers, right? They were a team. Well, they traded all the way up to the number three pick in the draft, so they're going to draft a quarterback. They're not now going to trade for Sam Darnold. So all of these, this, like, perfect storm – and the other way, you know, the worst possible storm for the Jets, if they wanted to to piece together a Darnold trade and create a bidding war, it just didn't really happen. And, and what this ended up coming down to was the Panthers and the Denver Broncos. Those were the only two teams that were realistic suitors for Sam. And, you know, it was it was one of those things where and we talked about this, like the, the Jets were never going to trade Sam until they finished their evaluations of the top three quarterbacks in this year's class. They wanted to look at, you know, obviously, removing Trevor Lawrence from the equation. They wanted to look at Zach Wilson. They wanted to look at Trey Lance. And they wanted to look at Justin Fields. And they were not going to make any decision on their quarterback until that final pro day, which was March 30th. Well, Ohio State's pro day finishes up. The Jets get all their medical red or medical checkups made with with uh, with Wilson, with Fields, with Lance. They've seen him in person. They've talked to him through Zooms. They met him a little bit. We saw Joe talking to Zach Wilson after his pro day. And now here we are, March 30th. We're on April 5th. The Jets have made their decision, and they traded Sam away. And, and obviously, this was something that really came together over the last couple of days. But, you know, I reached out over there just to kind of see why the Jets decided to execute this now and not try to – carry it over a little bit more whether it was to a week before the draft or two weeks before the draft or even draft night you know try to like really get this thing as close to the draft as possible to maybe try to create that bidding war or try to get more for sam and, and what i was told was like that was a consideration like like that did cross the jets mind of you know maybe we should hold on to him a little bit longer um what made them decide to do it now though is they didn't want to risk losing what was on the table like, like the jets really liked this haul they liked having the sixth round pick this year and the second and fourth next year i mean yeah they would have liked to have more picks in this year's draft but they liked that they liked the two four and a six for a quarterback that they clearly were not going to keep they viewed that as good return would they have liked the first round pick yeah would they have liked two second round picks yeah would they have liked the conditional second like the uh eagles got for wentz where it can become a first if, you know, this team makes the playoffs. Yeah, they absolutely would have liked that. But what they believed had the chance of happening is basically that they were they were playing with fire the longer that they waited to trade Sam. And, and what I mean by that and what was relayed to me was that the longer that they made this go through, they ran the risk of the Panthers saying, dude, we don't want to wait. 
No, we're, we're not we're not waiting any longer. We want to know what we're going to do at quarterback. So if you're not willing to accept this deal, we're out on Sam. We're going to go somewhere else. They also were worried about running the risk that they get this to the draft and the Panthers are picking eight. Maybe something funky. I mean, it sure looks right now like quarterbacks are going one through four or at least one through three. But something funky could happen where maybe the Panthers trade with the Falcons and they go up to four and suddenly the Panthers aren't trading for Sam Darnold because now a quarterback falls or someone they like is there and now they're drafting a quarterback and they're not in the Sam Darnold market. So what the Jets looked at this as is, is this is a return that we can be very happy with. This is a return that we can be very confident with. This is a return that's going to help our team in the future. So instead of trying to get cute, Instead of trying to, uh, to to try to turn, you know, an inch into a mile, you know, give an inch, take a mile kind of thing. Let's just, we like this package. Let's make it happen. Let's get it done and, and, and let's accept the deal. And that's why the Jets did it when they did. And, and like you said, Tim, I thought when this came down to Broncos and, and basically Panthers, I thought the Jets were going to get a two and maybe like, a, like a, a second round pick or a third round pick. I mean, that's kind of what I thought this package was going to be. So to see them get a sixth, to get a second, to get a fourth. I mean, that that's a serious return for a player who I know is just 23. I know he still has a lot of potential. I know the Jets did nothing to help him out. But he still has not really shown anything through three years as a quarterback and was absolutely abysmal last year. And to be able to get this return for him, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big win for the Jets. Obviously, I have to turn these picks into something, but it's a big win for the Jets. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story to get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, including all of Connor's great writing. Visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can join for just $3.99 per month. 